0: This episode of the Rad Podcast is brought to you by tech 2 You. Tech2U strives to deliver superior technical services from professional and friendly staff while maintaining their principles of credibility, accountability, and customer service as they grow. With locations all over Northern California, Southern California, and Las Vegas, Tech2U provides in-shop repair, mobile services for residential and business, and remote service provided online. Tech2U repairs everything ranging from printers, scanners, screen repair, motherboards, keyboards, touchpads, they'll even recycle electronics. Visit www.tech2u.com. That's tech, the number two, U. Or call 888-340-8324. That's 888-340-8324 for Tech2U. The Rad the Broadcast. Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. Right, Walter? Tell me. Tell me.
1: You gotta tell him you love him. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you too. <laughs>
0: I'm about to talk about you. Yeah.
1: Okay, now be quiet. Walter, come here. No. I'm not doing any, I have, I'm the one with the trees. Oh, okay. Sit. Sit.
0: Doesn't he know the recording light is on and he can't be barking while we're getting this podcast recorded?
1: Walter doesn't know the difference between sit and lay down. That's true. I doubt that.
0: Is that because he's got super long legs and it's just hard for him to to sit down and lay down? Like, is it just because of his awkward lankiness?
1: You give him too much credit. Yeah, he's sweet. He's he's sweet, but he's he's dumb. You know,
0: he's too he's too sweet for his own good, right?
1: Um, not from what I've or heard. At he doggy just, daycare with that bad report card recently. Oh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I think Walter. Uh, I think the best way to describe Walter is um, if you've ever experienced this, anybody, Um, you ever met, you know what I'm talking about, like a working dog, like you ever been to like a farm or something where they have like the great Pyrenees that like look over the herd. My
0: grandpa had a Australian shepherd
1: that he was, it was a working
0: dog and it wasn't a house dog. It it would sleep outside. The only time it could come inside or to the house was for dinner and then it would go back out uh-huh. into the pen like rain or shine
1: right the dog lived out outside there. and yeah. that's 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 just how some people raise some. their dog now and I know that Walter's f- first family the people that had the litter um they sent some pictures I can only assume that he was raised with like a, a group like with his little family pack yeah so I don't they could confirm for me how he was raised because I'll tell you he acts. Like a working dog who doesn't know he he doesn't take direct he like he looks at you like what why yeah. like it's not not always because of him seemingly being dumb, but rather just why, why would I do that for you?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's a mix of him having that that working dog history, yeah. mm-hmm. but then being migrated into the domesticated in, mm-hmm. in-house dog where mm-hmm. he's just kind of confused as to, mm-hmm. well, why do I need to work if I'm a couch dog?
1: Well, yeah, it's sort of like, am I, I thought I was retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. he's, he's sweet. That's just it. Is that he's, he's not mean or anything like that. He's just, he's not a, like a trick dog. He's not there to please you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's very bonded with us though. He
0: is. And there's, there's a story I have to tell about a dream that I had, uh, where Walter was the, the main subject. And I'm, I'm going to do some dream interpretation of it. Um, when I, when I come up to it, but it, it's, Walter, it was awful. It was awful, but I wasn't
1: even there, but it was awful.
0: Walter is such a special breed, and we've we often get so frustrated with him because of his stubbornness and because of his general aloofness.
1: He's not stubborn though. Well, well okay,
0: he's stubborn in he, his own way. He's not like I'm gonna I'm doing this to get my way. It's I'm I don't want to do this. I'm not I'm not gonna do this, and if I do, it's gonna be. Against my will. Yes. And and then, you know, you really do have to be super stern with him in order to get anything done.
1: Or super duper crazy pleading nice. So yesterday, yeah, yeah like I don't know why it worked yesterday to get him in the crate, but I begged. I was like, Walter, please, please, buddy, please don't make me put you in the crate. Just, yeah. just go. And he did. He very reluctantly and like just head down like and he walked into the crate, but... It's
0: just like, this is a battle I'm not going to win, so I might as well just just do it.
1: Exactly. He he conceded. Yeah. So I'll I'll
0: get to that story in a bit, Um, but welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm producer Brandon from the Rad Show, uh, Rad Radio. You can find our uh, podcast on our very new, all new website, radradio.com, thanks to the fine sponsors of this very podcast, tech to you you can find them at the at the website tech the, the number 2 the letter u.com wow what a that riveting T-E-C-H, plug. that is t e c h the
1: number 2, two the, the letter, letter u.com
0: wow well oiled machine around here. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because we've been doing all of these episodes of podcasts like all over the place. We've been going camping. We've been doing it at the house. We've been we've been all over the place in these. No,
1: wow. well,
0: there too. But um, <laughs> primarily, like we don't we don't do. A lot of the episodes, at least it seems like lately, a lot of the episodes here in the studio. So it feels good to be back and kind of well, at our and home me. base. Yeah,
1: you and me, maybe. It's been a while. It has been a while since yeah. I've, I've sat in the studio with you. I think the last time I actually sat in on one was with, uh, with Jason. Yeah. Who's and, on his trip, like, that's this right. week.
0: Jason, the, uh, the guy who got uh, the DNA test from his family and found his uh, birth father, mm-hmm. who turned out to be not the guy that the whole family thought it was. And, and
1: totally wants him. Yeah. And,
0: t- and <laughs> he didn't know that. And uh, fortunately, that side of his family, mm-hmm. his, his birth father, are all welcoming and wanting to get to know Jason. And they, oh, out, yeah. they live out in Florida.
1: Yeah. He's, and, I believe he leaves uh, this week, Wednesday? I
0: do I oh, don't know. Didn't he leave last week?
1: Well, we saw him on on Wednesday, and I think it was—he's leaving this week. This week, either he's, way. He's going to be on that trip this week, so look yeah. forward to that follow-up.
0: When you hear this podcast, he will probably be in Florida um, mm-hmm. and on his way back. And we're definitely going to do a follow-up with his experience with his birth father just to kind of get the, the, the final— um, you know, conclusion to that story.
1: Did you, did I show you the picture of the cousins that he sent me?
0: No, you did not. Oh, Do they look a lot alike? Oh
1: my God. One looks like it could be his brother. Really? I was like, there's another Jason. Oh, they this are is from, crazy. They
0: are from Florida. Shut
1: up. <laughs> Don't go there. They're not from Florida because that's not where it happened. So zip it. I know.
0: I just like to have fun with the incest Watch jokes. Watch it. <laughs> Uh, you we, don't
1: get to pick on Jason. Nobody gets to pick on Jason.
0: <laughs> we love Jason. So we're looking forward to having that recap. Uh, a lot of stuff going on today. We've got some uh, prod mail that we want to catch up to since uh, we've kind of neglected it. Not necessarily because we don't like you. Yeah, it's just we've been so busy. There's been so much stuff going on. So He's um, lying. We
1: don't like you. <laughs> shut
0: up. <laughs> we do. I'm
1: kidding. Um,
0: so uh, I'm going to get started with the prod mail, and then uh, when we're done with that, I'll tell the story about our dreams uh, that I had over the weekend that Mm -hmm. you thought I was having a heart attack and you had to like quickly wake me up. Um, We'll get more into that later. But uh, the first email that I've got here is from a prod head named Jackie. She says, hi, Mr. And Mrs. Brandon. How did did she know that you are going to be here on this podcast recording?
1: Maybe because I do too many.
0: I don't think you do too Uh, many. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but she is addressing this to both of us because we are more uh, spiritually minded when it comes to the mumbo and Zijumbo and Mm -hmm. the Reiki and all that energy work and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So um, Jackie says, I am new to the spiritual world and this center has many great classes and meditations. Now she's not talking about like this center, like, Oh, I going to center my Chi. Oh, she's actually (laughs) suggesting a, a, a spiritual center where people go, uh, to, to uh, go into classes and, and learn more about it and also do some group meditations because sometimes it's hard to have the discipline to sit down and be quiet and meditate on your own. So to do it with other people sometimes helps.
1: Walter is... <laughs>
0: Walter's moaning while he's he scratching.
1: He actually just laid down. He didn't do Good anything. <laughs> boy. Good
0: boy. Uh, so uh, she has a suggestion. Okay. They are so wel- welcoming and kind. Well, I hope so. If you're going to be spiritual, I hope you're going to be kind and welcome. Um, I Damn,
1: have... judging much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to have a spiritual center, I hope you're not a jerk about it and be like,
1: sit down, shut up. Well, no, I mean, I can see, like sometimes, okay, so one of my things about like going to like a yoga class is like the things that I have experienced is some people can be it's almost clicky like they don't they're not it's there like warm and welcoming places. is one thing but like if you walk into a yoga class and you're like i have no idea what i'm doing and people are like oh great and if I, like there's
0: there are some snooty sure, clicky yoga people totally. yes those do exist but the the spiritual center apparently is not one of those
1: well good for them <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jackie goes on to say, "I have learned so much there, even that i that I myself am a psychic medium and can channel so she can channel other mm-hmm. uh, spirits mm-hmm. or you know maybe speak to those Energies. on the other side. yeah,, uh, this is something I have always uh, known about, uh, but they have helped me to confirm it. If you have never experienced a Stargate meditation." I highly encourage you to come and attend one with us. I can only make the ones they have on Thursday nights, and I would love to be there when you go if you're interested. Have a great day, Jackie. P.S., you all get me through my daily, but Brandon, I relate to you so much of the emotional stuff you share, so thank you for making me feel I am not alone in this. No, Jackie, we are not alone. We are freaks. We need to let our freak flags fly, right? Right. So, <laughs> Right. right. So we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to go check out this place. It's called uh, the Diamond Springs Center.
1: Yeah, I googled that. Yeah. What did you though. think? I didn't have look. enough time to look at it, but I googled it. <laughs> so It exists. It does. They exist. They have a website. They yes. Okay. Good. So, but no, um, I'm I'm actually really really interested in this because me too. Uh, I, lately, especially, I've been really really pushing for the meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we doing at home? Mm-hmm. We're creating a Zen room. We
0: are creating a Zen room. Our him. own meditation space.
1: Yeah. We, I can't not have that anymore. We had it at the old place.
0: Yeah. So we got a we got this our whole room kind of dedicated to uh calm and peacefulness and it's got all of our books and it's got a nice place where we can sit down and meditate. We're going to be putting up an indoor hammock.
1: Yeah, oh, no, it's so no, pretty. No
0: electronics allowed, no No, no actual no, furniture? No actual furniture except for bookshelves. Well, the,
1: no, there's like there's my little uh makeup desk or whatever is in yeah. there. But as far as furniture, we had a futon in there and it had this really nice mat on it, but the frame busted. Yeah, It was given to me, you know, somebody needed to get rid of it. My aunt needed to get rid of it. And I was like, oh, I got, you know, I've got a spare room and we'll take it and hold on to it and use it for as long as we can. Eventually the frame just gives out. Mm. And so I, and it's got this like linen white cover on it that's in really good condition and I thought oh that looks like a really nice floor mat
0: Ooh, or an orgy mattress Ooh,
1: that too <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, but anyway so yeah we've got it's going to be floor pillows and a really pretty uh crocheted um
0: indoor co- hammock
1: in, it's, well it's a hammock it's not just well,
0: we're gonna make it indoor we
1: are making it indoor hammock because we're gonna bolt it to the studs yeah yeah
0: you yeah, know we got a stud finder
1: oh god here we go yeah Yep, he's going to do it.
0: Did you find the stud? He's
1: going to do it, yep.
0: You're a stud finder, aren't you? I am a
1: stud finder. You found
0: this stud right here.
1: I I did. He stole that joke from me, by the way. What
0: has two thumbs and is a stud?
1: This guy. You, Uh uh-huh.
0: So I uh, so I'm gonna go kind of out of order on the emails here uh, since we kind of went through and did a little pre-planning and you know what I'm talking about right? This one mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna put that one last since I'm gonna tell the story about the uh, the old dream scenario. Well,
1: I think you should do it. I think did you do this one now? I think do it in the order that, that okay. we put them in. All I right. think there's a good reason for it too.
0: Okay, so this one uh, this next message is from Jonesy. She posted or they posted, I should say, because. The, the the gender pronouns thing, we're, we're still, she's still trying to, he is still trying to figure it out, right? They are still can trying we, to figure it out.
1: Can, oh, I don't want to go. I, I want to go into the pronoun thing, but I don't know how.
0: Yeah, me neither. Like, so,
1: are they he? I'm, I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say. I don't.
0: I'm just gonna say, Jonesy. Jones, yeah. they,
1: which is totally
0: posted onto our mm-hmm. Facebook, uh, the podcast page, Rad Podcast. Just yeah. search for it on Facebook and click the join. We'll add you automatically, and you can start interacting with the crowd. Um, and if you have any uh, messages that you want to share with us, like like uh, Jonesy did here, um, Jonesy says, anyone here into dream interpretation? Hmm, topical. Hmm. I found this one entertaining. For clarification, I am an extreme introvert. I can get along with that. So I would never be found in discussion with a group of people unless forced. And I certainly would not speak up in, a, in such a situation. I had a dream last night that I became loud and outspoken. I was in a group of people discussing the Kavanaugh issue. I commented that rape or not, his policies are bullshit. When asked for examples, I up I brought up the abortion issue. Quote, It is already settled law. All these pro-life people are narrow-minded wackos with no common sense. End quote. One person became visibly disgusted with me and said, So are you pro-choice then? I replied, Hell no. I'm pro-abortion. I want to kill as many of those fucking things as possible. I was abruptly invited to leave the group. (laughs) Interesting dream.
1: Honestly, it's hilarious. While
0: it's random, very random and very insensitive to those that might, you know, disagree with your stance on pro-life, pro-choice. Um, but I don't know how much deeper you can interpret this other than the fact that this is just emblematic of the dialogue that's happening in our country right now.
1: Well, and I think that um, we're going to address—I'm going to go there because she is a woman. and Biologically, yes. But, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter because— <clears throat> oh, here we go. Because being born biologically as a female, whether or not you identify male, female, they, them, whatever, mm-hmm. there are physiological aspects to that. And that follows under the, the abortion issue, which she's r- actually right. Like it's settled law right now for us for us there are other places that it's not mm. i think a woman died in ireland just recently because she needed to have an abortion because the baby had died inside of her and they wouldn't because it wasn't legal
0: mm. they
1: wouldn't perform it and she died because of the infection there are reasons for abortions other than i don't want to have a baby right so but medical reasons right so when it comes to to that it sounds like she clearly has a fucking opinion and yeah maybe
0: she's not able to express it because of her introvertedness
1: right and I think it's great I think it's I honestly think it's funny you would not have been uninvited to the podcast group I think (laughs) we would have laughed and supported you and I, I think I think that it's obviously you know sarcasm and you don't actually mean that it's we would know that. Yeah.
0: We we know you're not wanting to go around killing babies. That's no. that's not what we're what we're hearing or seeing here. Honestly, what I think what's happening is in your dreams, you're just going to those extremes because yeah. you're bottling it up inside right. as you're witnessing all of these discussions happening with the Kavanaughs, with the rapes, with the abortions, mm-hmm. all this heavy stuff is going yeah. on around you and you have nowhere to really express it then your mind does amazing things while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. It really is uh we, we have no idea. We we still don't understand what's happening when we're sleeping. Right. Um but well, this this does kind of give a little glimpse as to what you might be experiencing in the subconscious. Right,
1: what you're talking about is processing. Yeah, absolutely. You're processing what you're experiencing during the day, which actually, I believe dream studies are saying that a lot of our dreams are that. It's our daily interpretations of things. It's where we can allow reality to settle down and we can look at other things and go, okay. Like, there's You ever had a dream where something so ridiculous happens and you're like, well, that's totally normal. And then you wake up and you're like, what? (laughs) that's not right you're it's just kind of a way of your body to um process what it went through emotions maybe you felt during the day that manifest in certain imagery um Mm. i remember i had a dream book um that i used to read a lot actually because i have really 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 horrible dream they're not how did sierra put it um, their experience
0: Sierra's our energy yeah. workers SierraPadva.com. dot She mm-hmm. does Reiki. She's the one who trained us. She does also does hypnotherapy. Yeah. She's a very good guide in, 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 uh, the spiritual world.
1: Uh, she explained them as experiences, not dreams or nightmares. So I may have a really stressful dream that maybe somebody might interpret as a nightmare because of the way that, but it's not actually a nightmare. It's like, I I feel what's actually happening. So I can relate to the dream situation, especially when you have one that's so real. And so like, whoa, wait a minute, and it jars you. So I, for a long time, I had a dream book next to me. And um, there's certain imagery, like, when, like financial issues are usually um, manifested as spiders, which is a fear mm-hmm. of mine. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, there's, it's a little bit blurry because am I just having a bad dream about a spider or is it relatable to the fact that maybe I was broke that day or like, Hmm. do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's so open to interpretation.
1: That's exactly it. So I think that, um, one thing that brought me comfort was since then, I mean, that was 15 years ago. Um, Wow, God, I feel so old right now. Hold on. You are I gotta old. Process that. old. I know. Lady. I know, I know, I know. 32 I know. years old. I'm 33. 33? 33 I'll years be 34 oh in a God. couple God. months. <laughs> Do
0: they make them
1: that old? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, I think that um, something that brought me a little bit of comfort was there have been dream studies, and they have said things like it's just your way of processing what you've been through in this time and yeah. it's it's a way of kind of letting your body go through the emotions if you have And I, that honestly sounds exactly what you just did yeah like you have an opinion about it and can i just say i never have understood the abortion fight i've never understood why it's even a thing like you can tell me all day long till you're blue in the face oh it's it's i can't even come up with an example honestly it, it boggles my mind why it's even a discussion
0: well, there's religion. There's uh, doesn't make sense to me. Well, doesn't make sense to you, but it makes sense to a lot of people, which is why the country is completely divided on it. Um, but I don't think this is the time or place. No, sorry, to get I'm into sorry. The, the I just had to say that. It's, it's uh, not that I'm
1: stupid. It's not that I can't uh, comprehend it. Yeah. It's that it just doesn't click for me.
0: And you're a woman, and you can have and that I'm opinion, a
1: woman? And, and that's fine. I'll have as many abortions as I want. Damn it! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Jesus. kidding. <laughs>
0: You're going to get me kicked off, and I'm not even on the air. This is just a podcast. i
1: edit it out. Jeez.
0: <laughs> okay. So then the next email, uncomfortably segueing, uh, this is from Brad. <laughs> he says, Brandon, my old lady isn't a bad person, but her affection is cold. Uh She can't seem to give physical touch or emotion the way I desire. She's been raised to, quote, get over it after any bad situation. Our Our arguments are exactly the same. I want to talk about it, find common ground, understand and move on. However, after sharing feelings, her answer is short in a manner of wanting to just drop it. I, on the other hand, cannot. It has to be hashed out, completed, finished before moving on. I don't know what to do here. She's good to me, good to the kids, just the emotional part that sucks. So I put this here for all the other maggots and you for advice. And please, I know it's public, but I'd like to remain, like it to remain here. I love the woman with all my heart. That's all he says. Aww. Sounds like he's dating a man.
1: Yeah. Sounds
0: like a very manly thing to do.
1: We're going to man bash for a minute. This is the atypical man who is uh, emotionally unavailable.
0: Mm.
1: Who can't. And I don't think it's because they don't want to. I think it's because they don't know how to process their emotions.
0: I think it's more common in men. Yeah, like We experience this more commonly in men because... It's kind of how the, the way that men have been raised, maybe not so much in this day and age, but a lot of men, my yeah. my history, my past, a lot of the men that I grew up uh, being raised by were all of this ilk of shove it down, yep. don't show it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go to your mom, you're a pussy, basically. If you
1: cry, you're a win.
0: Right. All yeah. that stuff applied when I was growing up. So I can relate to that but I'm also very emotionally in touch with myself and some would call me weak for that, but, and maybe your wife, Brad, <laughs> maybe your wife would call me weak for, for having that emotional connection. But um, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know how to approach it from your angle. So maybe the female here will be able to help. Um.
1: Well, like I said, it, being emotionally able to cope is a big deal. And I i, I don't know. Um, it doesn't... S- me, mm, this is going to sound bad.
0: Is it going to sound worse than the whole abortion rant that you went on no, a couple minutes no, ago?
1: shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have my rights. Um, I think that... N- Maybe it's possible the situations because you don't give us a specific situation. It's not like one thing. Maybe she feels like at that moment what you're going through isn't worth the effort to talk it out.
0: Hmm. Maybe he's being a little
1: too dramatic. No, I'm not saying that, actually. I'm saying she doesn't she's emotionally unavailable the way that he needs it, the way that he's craving.
0: So maybe it's an emotional incompatibility.
1: Maybe. Maybe there need and and he is he sounds kind of like I really just want to find common ground or like uh, like an understanding between each other.
0: He needs closure on, on these situations. And
1: I as a woman I get it. I get it. Like It's a very hot
0: button when, word with women. Yeah, when closure. I when
1: I hear this, there's this this scene from uh <laughs> uh Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the movie. Um where they get this thing called the point of view gun.
0: Is that where you take the camera and you point it down to your crotch while the girl's going down on you? So and- he
1: gets upset with me over an abortion thing. And then he has to turn everything sexual, but I don't get to be upset? <laughs> Way to go. Well, you said POV
0: gun. Yeah, point That's of view. That's my mind goes. Point,
1: it's, the P, it's the point of view it's like a weapon, right? Right. And you and so you shoot it at people, and they see your point of view.
0: Oh, so they so, put, they put, that puts that person that it gives you the, your yes, perspective into that person. This right?
1: poor guy has been shot with the point of view gun, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's hearing him. <laughs> I think. Um, I think there is a few things just from. Um, I've been through marriage counseling before because I am divorced. Um, I mm, think a there's a divorce a. a, a yeah nice you knew that i know okay i think there's a few things that you could try with her that maybe um i don't want to say like disguise but maybe you could get her to uh open up a little bit um maybe she doesn't feel safe to open up emotionally like that maybe because of her past maybe she's not really sure maybe she feels like it could be a trap too mm. um you know it it You say something and it can be held against her later, so she needs to be able to feel safe. Um,
0: So maybe Brad needs to approach his wife um, with the with the uh, caveat of, uh "Hey, I'm really trying to communicate with you here. Yeah, 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 but I'm. It's 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 not working." Like, yeah. the, not, the, like I love and you. I love the way you, you treat our kids. I love what we have. Mm-hmm. But there's just something, there's there's a synapse that's not firing between us that we need to get connected. And maybe we need an outside party, like a well, counselor to you, help us talk this through.
1: Maybe, but I have a couple of suggestions that you could try at home Um, that I have pulled from my counseling sessions. Oh, good. Many of them. Free
0: counseling. Here free, we go. Here
1: you go. Free counseling. Uh, free marriage counseling. First of all, and I recommend this to all of my friends who start dating somebody that they're like, I swear they're the one. Um, in fact, I made Brandon do this uh, when we first started dating, and it's the five love language test.
0: Mm, yeah, that helps.
1: It really does. And I know that's super preachy. Um, I'm not a religious person. It's a Christian-based thing, I believe. Um, I, I think it's like the five love language test. Just Google it. Um, it it will tell you and you have to answer honestly it will tell you how you prefer to be i feel like we've talked about this before how we, you we've pref- brought this yeah. up a couple of times okay. before so let's do the do the five level language test and this is another one it,
0: the test itself will uh, put you through a, a various range of questions that will put you in a situation like, like what's
1: more important to you a like hug a, a hug or, or a gift. gift right and or and, and, an act of like did the, it would you rather that your partner gave you a hug or complimented you or did the dishes or bought you a gift like right. little things like so and
0: all of these will add up to what your love language is and the, the more dominant one is well i i the way that i want to express or feel that i'm loved is to be given gifts or or rather the top one could be that i i need to be told
1: words of affirmation words or, so it's, it's or acts physical. of service words right. of affirmation uh, gifts physical touch crap i always forget the fifth one cuz it's like the lowest on my but it changes, too. It, yeah, does, it changes it change, as you change. Because you do change. Yeah. So used, for me, it used to be gifts. And, and gifts, it doesn't mean gifts, go out and buy me something. It could be like, you know, Brandon's walking by and he, he sees a flower or he, you know, something that makes you think of somebody else. Like, it's, it's an object that can represent that person's love. It can be homemade. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Just to be clear that I'm not a materialistic person. <laughs> but it um, It changes. And I think that um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, Brad, I think words of affirmation are one of the ways that you feel most loved, and that's we tend to communicate in the ways that we want to be loved because it's the only way we know how. Mm. So when it goes like when it when it's not appreciated, it hurts, and when you feel like something's a little bit more important. It, it hurts. So I would suggest trying this one exercise and it's an hour of intimacy. And it's not. Right. No, it's not sex. It's oh. the opposite. So rein it in there, sir. It's actually, uh, there's intimacy comes on different levels. You giggity. can have sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's the giggity. Giggity. There you go. Um, but you can have intellectual intimacy as well. And I think that if you could sit down and and it doesn't have to be a subject or a topic or a discussion that you've had previously just sit down and focus on each other mentally connect mentally connect mm-hmm. maybe give each other a background but Hello. it's a no it's a no sex zone Aww. it can lead to intimacy later but you need to allow an hour of each other a day at least an hour if you can do 30 minutes you know 45 great obviously you Setting an hour aside a day can be very hard for some people. If you can do it once a week, at least try it and see if that gets you somewhere. So it creates a safe space for you to say, hey, I kind of need some more emotional support from you. And I feel and, and the I feel message is really important. I feel like I can't communicate with you the way that I need to see how it's not putting it on her mm-hmm. and how it, because it doesn't sound necessarily like a fault on her part. It sounds like she's a tough cookie. Oh yeah. And that's that's a strength in a lot of ways. Um, don't forget the mirroring. So if she says something to you, like, oh, get over it, say back, okay, so you're telling me that I need to just push this aside and not accept the, what I'm feeling over it. There's, so there's there's ways to communicate back what they're communicating to you or how you're interpreting it without starting a fight, without getting angry, without it, hurting the other it's person. It's a
0: way of you better understanding their exactly, point of view. Exactly, exactly. So if you say it in a way, it's more of a, so this is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Can you please elaborate?
1: It, Exactly. Yeah. You don't even have to say, "Can I please elaborate?" Just say, "Okay, so what I'm hearing from you is this. Is that correct? Right. Is that what you're trying to say to me? Because I hear this, and it it really is not. It needs to be a two party thing. Yeah. So it,
0: hopefully she is open to that idea because it sounds like she she's a little dismissive and just wants to just let's just drop it. Get to the point. Nah, nah, nah. We don't need to talk about this. Maybe she's not so open to a sitting down for an hour and connecting because, well, this is boring. I got better things to do.
1: And, and I would say you need to stress the importance of this for you. You know, this is really important to me. And, um, you know, it's important to our relationship because this is, this is just something that I need to be able. This is a need of mine. Right. And I, I, I want to meet all of your needs And I like to believe that you want to meet all of my needs. And this is something I need from you. And maybe she's not available right now for other various reasons. Yeah, You know what I mean? Maybe it's.
0: Maybe there's something going on in her world that you're not quite aware of. Maybe,
1: maybe work. Maybe the kids suck a lot of energy from her. You know, I, I don't want children because I don't have the ability to give everything I'd want to give to them. Mm. I know that. I know that for sure. I give everything that I can to what I have, but I have my days where I'm tapped out. And I sit there and I'm like, what is wrong with me? I don't have children. I have a great job. I love my animals. I have a calm space at home. And yet I can't handle some things. Like it just, it's just, so everybody's built a little different.
0: Yeah. Some of us, yeah. Some of us aren't built. Yeah. To be able to handle that.
1: So I would try those. And then I would also try the, the I'm going to say it again. I always go back to this, try the writing method, write her a letter. Mm. because sometimes <clears throat> sometimes you can work it out yourself like
0: if you actually sit down think about the words you're putting onto a piece of paper and a text or whatever
1: always write the letter if you're going to do the letter uh uh exercise write it as though you actually will give it to the person mm-hmm. because you don't ever want to put in writing something or say something that you really can't take back Because so once it leaves your mouth you can't you can't put them back in right um so try writing the letter. And I've done it a lot of times during a really bad relationship where I found some kind of um, contentment and peace. Like, okay, I can't change him. I can't make him do it a certain way. I can't make him stop cheating. I can't do all. So I'm going to write him. And it became easier and easier for me to see my way out of that relationship Mm -hmm. more comfortably. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm saying that's what you need to do. Just in other ways, it's helped me uh, talk to my mom. It's helped me talk to my sister. You know, it, it's helped build other relationships. So
0: it's not just for your significant other. No. And, right.
1: and it, it doesn't always necessarily, and most of the time, 99% of the time, don't give them, you won't give them the letter because by the time you get to the bottom of it, you're like, okay, I can deal with this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, again, try writing a letter. Whether you give it to her or not. Yeah. Try doing some intimacy that's non sexual.
0: Okay. Use
1: the I message and mirror. Okay. Those are the. That's like some of the best relationship advice that I've ever gotten from counseling, and it's worked.
0: Brad, I hope that that helps you, and I hope that it puts you in the right direction, at least, to better communicating with your wife. And that's what it all kind of boils down to when it comes to this stuff: is communication, communication, uh, communication,
1: communication, trust, and respect are the pillars of any good relationship. Yeah, And yeah, I believe that you have a good foundation and I think you sound like a really, really nice guy and she's lucky to have you. She is. Yeah.
0: You seem like a really good dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, We're going to switch gears a little bit here to some sexual talk. Hello. Oh. Yeah. All right. This one is from, hmm, let's see if he wants his name read. I'm going to keep it anonymous. Anonymous. (laughs) Anonymous. (laughs) Yeah, because he says right here, please don't read my name. My wife and I have been married for two years. When we were dating, we talked about fantasies. One of my fantasies is to see her with another woman. She said she was okay with it. And after listening to recommendations from friends of ours, we decided to go to a place called Power Exchange in San Francisco.
1: Oh, Lordy.
0: Heard plenty of this. Uh, Power Exchange is a sex club yep. in San Francisco. And uh, we've heard uh, pretty much nothing but horror stories. Like, don't from lean
1: it. against the walls. Don't Feel touch sick. things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that.
1: Make um, sure never to see the place with the lights on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's bit, it's very rare that I've heard any positive stories come out of that place. Um, I'm
1: getting all excited about this topic now. Are you? I am. I really? Am. Not like that. Get over it. Mm.
0: <laughs> it was a very horrible experience.
1: Oh, surprise, surprise. The place was
0: just not for us. Couples were too aggressive yep. and single men walking around pleasuring themselves while we made out and touched. She curled up next to me and said... That she felt very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So we left and the subject never came up again until most recently in the last month or so. She op- opened up about her fantasy of being with another woman in front of me with light touching from me during sex and sexting. We talked about what we want and what we want with other women to do very steamy and makes for a great sex life. Yes, it does. The fantasy, the talks, they all do. This past weekend, we went up to a different sex club in San Francisco called Twist SF. The place was great. No pressure. We danced, had light conversations with a couple or two. Once we went to play uh, to the playroom, we watched and touched ourselves and started making out. Once we got undressed, I couldn't get an erection. Tried everything and nothing worked. Aww. Oral, she's touching me, me giving her oral, mm-hmm. and nothing. Still soft. Question, what would be going on? Too much going on? Was my mind not into it? It was very hot and sexual. Or maybe it's a let a fantasy stay a fantasy type of thing. Did I bite off more than I could chew? We are both very sexual. I just don't know why I couldn't perform. We cuddle for about five more minutes and then we left. I apologized and she was the supportive wife and told me it's okay. There was a lot going on. She held my hand most of the weekend, and she told me she loved me so much over and over again, but I feel like I let her and myself down. Thanks for reading, and I hope you can shed some light in the situation.
1: Hey, Brandon. Hey. How many times have you had a limp dick in one of those situations? Uh, more often
0: than I'd like to admit.
1: More often than you've had a good hard one, right? Yeah, No.
0: Yeah.
1: That is, it's freaky. It's hard. Well, it, it's, well soft, it's soft. But it's,
0: it's <laughs> It's hard because in those situations, there is a lot of pressure and there's a lot going on in your mind. There's a lot of mm-hmm. expectations. You know, there's a lot of build up to these situations when, you know, you discuss that uh, you and your wife would spend a lot of time sexting and discussing mm-hmm. these various scenarios and fantasies. And when you actually put in that situation, it, you're you're faced with it. You want to make sure that it's played out exactly like you've, you've discussed it mm-hmm. or if not better because it's this is the moment, this is the time, this is when we're about to get freaky neaky. We're gonna get some some threesome action going on. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be licking another girl and I'm gonna be watching, I'm gonna be touching, and it's gonna be awesome. And then and then you yep. and it, it it's just it's um one of the one of the unfortunate things about being a man and having that blood flow thing and you know
1: if you're even the it's, slightest bit nervous, yeah, man, it's, or it's, thinking too hard, it, well, it's
0: normal. What's and what the, you're experiencing is totally normal.
1: What's the saying? You only have enough blood for one head.
0: I think that's the saying. I'm it's, not sure. It's like
1: you only have enough blood to operate your brain or your dick. So yeah, pick one. So pretty much. Y- you're you're in a situation now where you and your your wife are vulnerable and naked. Yep.
0: And there's people as you don't there's know people
1: you've never seen before all around you. Mm-hmm. Also, oh. And you have that bad experience at the power exchange. That's we've had some bad experiences that have screwed with us for long time. Oh, totally. So you may have a minor emotional, we'll call it like an emotional trauma to something that you didn't. And how can you know that this could have happened? How would you have known there were going to be single dudes walking around pleasuring themselves? That's that's. A little weird to experience the first time it really is and and for people to be pushy that's that's uncomfortable so your body is probably processing a little bit of a trauma
0: maybe you know it might not even be that uh that uh severe no 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 but but it could be that you're just kind of like traumatized by that bad experience at mm -hmm. the at the previous sex club but it also could just be man that I don't know how much you had to drink you could have probably had whiskey dick in combination Oh, that's happened. Yeah, I mean if you drink too much it's it's hard to get it's hard to get hard when when you're in those situations because there's so much going on and sometimes that tap-
1: it's hard to get wet.
0: Yeah, I mean it, the, the same thing could apply to your mm-hmm. to your wife too. I mean Oh, I'm just glad that your your wife was was supportive with you through the mm-hmm. rest of the weekend because it would suck if she was just like, Well, you ruined my time uh, but that's not what's happening no
1: here. it, it sounds you, you've like, got a good
0: team player there. yeah
1: I was gonna say you it sounds like you have a decent um it sounds like you're on the right path to get what you want uh one thing I wanna stress is um the amount of time it takes or happens between something that Brandon and I do um we you can say all day long oh i want to get a girl and oh we want to have a threesome mm-hmm. and oh let's let's find one and you and if you were single you could probably get laid that night but when you get into these situations even one as simple as finding a bi girl and having a threesome which is probably one of the more common mm-hmm. way more common um it, it's it's not black and white and it's not cut and dry and it's it's, it's
0: not always what it's cracked up
1: to be. Never, no. almost never in fact, we've had we've met one person organically. In, out
0: of out of out probably of, a handful of situations.
1: And we've had we've been to plenty of parties and clubs and Did the
0: online thing?
1: I personally won't go to the power exchange. I won't do it because of what I've heard. They're mm-hmm. too pushy. And I've I've dealt with enough pushy, crap in, pushy people in that. my past. Yeah, I can't I can't handle that. Yeah. I would be you in this situation. Um sometimes it's better to put the fantasy aside. Sometimes and, not even
0: just letting it stay pushing it aside. Sometimes just letting it stay a fantasy.
1: Sometimes that helps. Yeah. Sometimes not putting expectations. Oh
0: yeah. That's a big one right there. That's
1: that's the biggest one. Um, if, so when Brandon and I met, um, I don't know, I, I guess we'll call him our boyfriend right now. Kind of. It's not like that. It's not like we're a triad. No, you know it's, what I mean? it's just
0: the, the, the guy,
1: the, our, our guy, our
0: guy right now, our,
1: our, our guy is really respectful of our relationship. And he's a really nice, smart person. Um, he doesn't expect anything more than what we do. When we're together, we're together. When we're apart, we're apart. We're apart. We, are you know, we'll talk and communicate from time to time, but it's, it's, it's almost never sexual when we communicate outside of it. When we met. Um,
0: totally organically.
1: Totally organically. Brandon had said to me that morning, let's find us a guy. It has been probably 18 months since we'd had another guy with us or in the bedroom. We It had been a long time. It had been a really long time. And we'd had a little bit of a tough experience previously um, on both of us, on our relationship. And, um, and we had met that person online and all of the other ones we'd met online. And that morning, Brandon says, let's meet somebody. And I'm like, I we've yet to do this successfully in person. Cause I, I don't know how to do it. I don't, I honestly don't know how we did
0: it. Well, it, it worked out pretty much the same way that you and I met. It's yeah. just, we, we, there was the eye contact and then there was the conversation. I was receptive. Yeah. And I
1: think that's the difference is and it, that,
0: and it just went from there.
1: I, I went into the mindset of, okay, I'm with my husband and it's okay, but I'm going to give in to the looks that people give me and I'm going to fish. And one guy in, particular stood out and was not shy about his eye contact and um, he has a thing for redheads so that yeah, shoe in the door helps, that yeah. helps um, you know and and I was very forward with him um, so I'm the one that initiated it which made it a little bit easier um, it's but again it's been a long time mm-hmm. and we you have to have patience and you can't plan it out to the detail. You just can't.
0: And I and I think what the what the letter writer did correctly um, was, you know, dipping the toe in the water of these clubs. And what you're probably learning is is something similar to what we've learned. Is mm-hmm. this club atmosphere just isn't for you, and it might not be the type of scenario that that works mm-hmm. for your your couple dynamic. Maybe you need to find somebody a little more organically. And even if it is going to those types of clubs, maybe it's meeting that person there, but yeah. then taking that person out of that club situation right. into a more intimate hotel room, or if you have the place at your house to to bring a company over, having a safe mm-hmm. space. You know, this isn't a snowflake conversation, but having a safer space for you to be able to completely uh, open up and not let your um, inhibitions bring you down
1: or the energy around you. There's a lot yeah, to be too. said about when you're in a you know in a party or a a sex club like that um, it, it can it can be a little jarring. Um, now, I'm not saying that you're inexperienced or anything like that, but to witness that much of that happening it can be draining. It can be frightening. It can just be, it can be a complete turnoff. We've walked into clubs and I've gone, nope, get me the fuck out of here. Nope. This is not for us. Like, you know, and, and I just think that uh, for me, I have to connect with somebody intellectually in order for me to even want to allow them in. Sapiosexual? Is that sap- what you're? Uh, sapiosexual, I eh. believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it. they could, they don't have to be Necessarily attractive. That's always a bonus, but it's I've got to be able to connect with somebody intellectually. I'm more attracted to that than I am physical attributes. Right. So you know, Brandon will say, "Oh, well, he's you know, how about this guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, God, no!" Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't bring. Looks myself like a to mouth breather. Yeah. yeah, like
0: yeah. So I, I don't know. I think letter writer. I think you guys are doing the right thing, but mm-hmm. I don't think that you need to worry about your foundation when it comes to you and your wife you guys have got it down um just chalk up that last experience as to there's too much pressure putting up too much expectations there's nothing wrong with you it wasn't
1: a bad experience
0: completely normal, totally normal. To, to go through that situation and just use it as a learning it's experience like,
1: could you imagine standing in the middle of a crowd and taking a piss no. Could you do it?
0: Probably, but well, it'd I'm, be tough at first.
1: But think about it. Could yeah, you? Yeah, no, it would be It's it almost be the same terrifying. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I I hope that helped letter writer and uh All right. Uh so that's uh, promised. I wanted to get to the uh Dream interpretation portion of this uh, okay. podcast. Right. um So, when was this Sunday morning when I when I had this situation happen? Yeah, when we we're waking up. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Over the, over the morning. Over Sunday the weekend it doesn't matter. This it really does not matter what day it was. Um, but I was a super deep sleep this night, and we were getting a little bit extra sleep in this morning. It, uh, which sleeping in for us on a weekend is like eight o'clock. Um seriously, and,
1: like we get up and we're like, oh, I overslept. <laughs> it's like eight o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. So uh I, I don't remember how long I was having this dream, but it happened really fast. And in the dream, uh Haley and I are driving somewhere. And I think what what kind of put the scenario in motion was because we, we recently went camping with Walter and we took him on uh like the kind of longest car ride that he's been on with us yet. We went up to Tahoe from the Sacramento area and that that is the longest car ride we've taken him on. There are
1: reasons for that, people. He's a very nightmare He's a very, a he's in a the very
0: anxious dog in the car, um which we've we've learned some tricks to calm him down since then, but you know all this stuff is kind of trial by error and, there was, with learning with him. So
1: he's, he's gotten better, but it's like treats weren't a thing for him until recently. He's calmed down a little bit more. So now we've been able to kind of deal with it but yeah we don't want to take him in a car right it's so
0: awful we actually um on our way up to tahoe to say before i get to the dream um we were driving up to tahoe and we're in 50 and we're kind of like up past the apple hill area if you're familiar with the area and he was kind of whining a lot so we thought we'd pull off and let him go to the restroom and some of the stuff in the in the car all our tent our camping gear kind of got jostled around a bit and when we um stopped the front door was open, the front passenger door was open, and Walter got out of the car.
1: Like, for just a second, it was just open for, the, and he just we're, kind of bolted.
0: We're on the side of the freeway, and yeah. I yelled, Walter! And he came back. Fortunately, his recall was great, and he came right back to the car. Um, but, you know, the, the the initial panic that set in, him running around in the freeway right there, people driving by 55, mm-hmm. 65 plus on the freeway, um, stupid on my part to leave the car door open, but didn't think he would just bolt out like that. Uh, so we got him back in the car and we had our camping trip and that was that. But I don't know if that's something that just kind of stuck in my mind. Like in your
1: defense though, you were barely out of the car by the time he, he was, it was like fast. He it was happened like
0: so fast. It was
1: like the second Brandon's butt left the seat, Walter's feet were on it and he was like out the door and like shoving past Brad. Like it wasn't like he just left the door open and walked away. Like yeah. he didn't have a chance and he didn't see Walter coming. So And I was already out of the car. So it was just it was just a nightmare.
0: I don't know if this was what played into this dream, but here we go. Okay. We were in a similar situation. We had a car full of stuff and Walter, and we had parked in a parking lot um, similar to a, like a casino parking lot similar to Thunder Valley. I don't know if you're familiar with the area of Thunder Valley Casino. It's in the Lincoln, California area, and it's just surrounded by fields of, yeah. of just uh, –
1: the casino, Brown. yeah. Our, our Thunder Valley casino is not like, it's not like Reno or on a strip or, or something. Vegas or it's anything like that. It's stuck out in the middle of, it's down the street from the dump, yeah. actually. To be specific, it's like built on like dump land. Like and there, that's, that's, and there's a
0: freeway close by and there's a main thoroughfare mm-hmm. and everything. And, um, but in my dream, it was just kind of like a that type of place. Yeah. So we're parked there and I'm doing something and, and all of a sudden I see Walter running away. And he's running towards the freeway and he's on this like field area and I can see cars going by and he's, he's kind of just baking a beeline for this freeway and I'm running after him. I'm in my dream. I'm like, Walter, come on. What? Stop running Walter. And, and then all of a sudden I see this green truck and I, and this green truck goes off of the road and starts following Walter speeding up, like targeting him. Like I could see Walter just running and running and running. And I'm like, part of my mind in my dream is thinking, oh good, somebody's going to try to get him. (laughs) Somebody's going to try to stop and and, and pick him up and try to get him for me. And then the other side of me was thinking the worst, which is what happened. And this green truck just keeps gaining speed, gaining speed, catching up to Walter. And Walter's in that full-on sprint. If you can imagine a dog in that full-on sprint with their legs just flapping not like,
1: making like contact like with the boom, ground boom, boom, just boom, like
0: boom, boom, boom. and all of a sudden and that's I not s-
1: the noise you made what is it <laughs> oh that's what it was
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i heard it and i felt yes. it in my dream and i i don't know at that point in my dream, and i saw it all happen like i saw walter's body go under the tires and flop around and it went from a moment of him running in a full sprint to him, dead, just motionless on the ground, and the truck just kept driving. And it, it was at this moment where I was freaking out in my dream, and I all of a sudden I woke up. And it's it's not to me like jumping like whoa, I fell in my dream and I'm awake now. It was being shaken awake by Haley.
1: I had him. So what I saw when he started the heavy breathing—that's actually what happened. I heard this. <gasps> and I went, oh, whoa, what's going on? And I was kind of already awake. I was in that like half awake mode. So I was a little bit more alert. And so I just kind of reached over and I put my arm under his back and over his chest, like in an embrace. And I said, it's okay, I got you. It's okay, what's going on? Hoping that it was just a dream that I wasn't gonna have to call 911 because like I just needed to see him conscious for a minute. Yeah, I, and you thought it was a heart attack. I did. I've never seen him react that way. Like, I've he, my favorite thing is he laughs himself awake. Like, that's the most physical I've ever seen him get as far as like talking in your sleep. Just yeah, this like never happened. Reacting happens. to a dream. Like, it just this, doesn't happen for brain Never
0: happened. And I, I don't know what it was. And I, so I've done a little bit of research to look into okay. like the interpretation of what might happen, like why you might be thinking. Uh, why you might be experiencing a dog dying in your dream, okay, now, there's various things like uh when you get attacked by a dog, um but this was a very specific scenario where I witnessed my dog dying um, and it was out of my control and yeah. um when I woke up, oh man, it was it was the worst feeling in the world, and I automatically like the first thing I did is I called Walter up. And slept he, on
1: the bed the rest of the morning. He's never
0: allowed on the bed. Very, very rarely ever allowed on the bed unless he has permission. And it was like, Walter, get your ass up or here. Or we're
1: not in the room.
0: <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a sneaky bastard. He's not
1: allowed on the bed. That doesn't mean he doesn't get on the He he's, is a sneaky, a sneaky little bastard. bastard.
0: Um, so I slept all morning with him in the bed uh, with us and like holding him like, oh, buddy, I don't want you to die. I'm not going to let you run and get hit by a car. Um, So the interpretation that I've learned was, is to see a sick dog in your dream or seeing a dog die in your dream symbolizes a neglected friendship. If the dog is dead or dying, then it means a loss of a good friend or a deterioration of your instincts. Also consider common notions associated with the word dog, such as loyalty or man's best friend and to be treated like a dog. So that got me thinking, like, who, where in my world could it be? And the only thing I can think of is that I I kind of just lost touch with one of my very close friends. And it's not necessarily because we've been busy or because of a relationship.
1: Is it who I think it is? Yeah. Starts with a D?
0: Yeah. And I think that um, that might be... A, kind of a sign or a, a, a just kind of a subliminal message in my mind that because just to just to give a little bit of background with this particular friend childhood friend grown up known him all my life he basically lived with me when I was a kid and now he's got um he's got a, a new life he's got a kid he's got a wife on the way um oh, well not a wife on the way but a kid on the way and he's yeah a the wife. other way around. <laughs> and you know life happens and we just kind of go our separate ways and it's not necessarily my choice it's not necessarily his choice either it's just kind of the way things have gone but i don't know if if it's uh if it's that or if it's just me having a bad dream um, i wonder what it could be but I, there's that that's the only thing i can think of because there's that friendship that just no longer exists and it it just could very well be that the the sign of of walter dying in my dream was it
1: was this can you think of a time around him at this time? Is there anything, any, any significance around this timing for you guys? Is it, hmm. you know, no, 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 when when did his mother pass away? Like, was it, do you recall? Is it possible that maybe he needs you and you're...
0: Maybe he's calling for me in in some subliminal way that, you know, maybe I need to reconnect Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I it's don't know.
1: because you're an admitted awfulizer and even when you were saying in your dream, like, it, this could, oh, somebody's, somebody's going to get, get it. Him. And then you immediately think, oh, God, maybe they're not. And then the, it happens and the worst that you can possibly imagine happens. And I think you manifested it. Yeah, maybe. Not maybe. that I'm saying you shouldn't reach out to your, your childhood bestie that really probably does need you right now. Yeah. Uh, especially with so many changes in his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe you just uh, had a bad dream. Maybe. <laughs> well, I
0: thought it was very interesting. And, you know, on the heels of, of the dream interpretation yeah. we did earlier, I just thought that uh, that I would share. And i never experienced a dream like that before. I mean, you, you have those falling dreams where you, you hit the ground and you wake up and you're like, oh, 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 oh I'm alive. Okay, phew. I've had those. I've had the and I've, I've giggled myself awake, but I've never They're had so so
1: cute. When he wakes himself up with a laugh.
0: I've never heard. I've never had the the dream where it scared me so badly that that I had to be shaken awake. I, that's never happened before.
1: Welcome to my world.
0: If that's ever happened to you, if you've had anything <laughs> uh, similar happen, uh, or if you have anything that you want to weigh in on this episode Good. of the Rad Podcast, go ahead and email us at rad at rad radio Pro- uh, rad radio podcast. Let me try that again email us at radradradio.com at and you can also connect with us on the Rad Podcast page at Facebook. Just search for Rad Podcast. I'm sorry, am I boring you? Sorry. <laughs> Miss Yanni over there?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Okay, well, we'll end this episode here now so you can go take a nap. <laughs> Namaste, bitches. <laughs> the Rad